You want these to be the things that if they're out at their kid's soccer game, if they're at a school, if they're talking to a patient, they're talking to their family, and they hear one of these things, cue. Well, you probably have dry eye. All right, my friends, the All Good OD Podcast, amazing episode for you today. We are coming up with a one-page battle plan that's going to help your office grow, expand, and be better than it ever was. We're going to focus your staff so they can be the best salespeople you've ever had without even trying to sell. A little bit of office talk. We're talking about culture and fit. What is the straw that serves the drink? Closing thought of the episode, this is the Ultimate OD Podcast. Here we go. All right, friends, the Ultimate OD Podcast. I just want to say thank you for all the new listeners that we had uh, coming out. We have a lot of new likes, a lot of new follows, a lot of people reaching out. I just got off a call with a doctor that's going to start her own practice. We had an hour conversation. I love to talk to you about starting a practice. If you have a practice, how you can be better, how you can grow, what you need to think about for someone that's been through the trenches and has at least perspective to offer. I don't have all the correct answers for your situation, but I can offer the experience that I have, and trust me, it will help. You can learn from my mistakes, and I can get better by working through your situation. So reach out, Dr. Lily at theultimateod.com, and hit me up on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, but I love to tweet. I love to have my thought process go out into the ether and just become real. It's kind of like the podcast, but in 140 characters or less. That being said, if you're listening to this, Vision Expo West, I will be there. Uh, Going to be a fun conference. That's a great conference for private practice owners, great conference for your staff. So if you've never been, this is a place to go if you want to be in private practice, if you have a private practice, if you're looking to add frames, equipment, you name it, all the big names, all the vendors are there, and that's the place to be. Hit me up. I saw a bunch of people at uh, the AOA conference this year. I hope I see more of you guys out at uh, Vision Expo West. If you do see me, make sure you say hi. We'll get some selfies. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll connect in person. Now, that being said, last week we talked a little bit about our unique flavor, our why. I'll explain that a little bit more, give you a brief recap. Today is where we take that and increase our sales. Now, it's not going to be the way that you think in that we're selling. It's going to be knowledgeable about what makes you different, what makes you better, and having your staff be able to convey that message to patients and future patients. So step one, episode 164, we talked about what is your why? Why are you in business? Why do you show up every day? What's your bigger mission that you you are trying to accomplish? Five words or less. Remember that you want simple, repeatable. Then you need to have your pillars. What are your core principles that you stand on as an office? This is going to be for your patients. This is going to be for your staff. Every single one of your staff members, every decision you make has to take those five core principles into consideration when you make decisions. So give you an example of my office. We are here to optimize vision, care, quality, timeliness, expertise, and consistency. Those are the five pillars that we operate on and what we do. Now, 
if I asked you in the past, so we've had episodes on this, we'll link to uh, this episode in the uh, in the show notes below, but what is a commodity? A commodity is something where you feel you can get it anywhere and it's going to be the same. Fast food, water, and that's what I care is kind of becoming, right? You have glasses, you have contacts, I can get an exam online. What makes us different? How do we not be a commodity? And the answer to that, in my opinion, is your unique offerings. What makes you different? Now, these three things that you're going to come up with, that you're going to think about, um, they might not be unique to the area. Like, for example, dry eye, myopia management, and just ocular health and wellness. That's, that's my core niches, if you will, uh, that set me apart. Now, a lot of people do dry eye. Not a lot of people have an IPL, but a lot of people do dry eye in general. A lot of people do myopia management. Again, not in my area, but the combination of those two makes you unique. They're on the ocular health and wellness. This is your glasses, contacts, red eyes, you know, disease management, cataracts, glaucoma, macular degeneration, and diabetes. Four things, right? There's more, but that's what will kind of come. That ocular health and wellness is the commodity. Everyone does that in the patient's mind. But the combination of all three of those makes us unique. So you need to define those things. What are you going to put all your time, effort, and energy into? Okay. And then what I want you to do is make a graph. Well, not a graph. I'm sorry. Make a chart. You're going to have four rows, five columns. All right. Four rows, five columns. You're going to make a chart. All right. The top box. These are your headings, right? Number one, you're going to have your niche, right? What is it? And I told you my three. Dry eye, myopia management, ocular health and wellness. Then you're going to have the symptoms and complaints in the next, you know, next column. Next column after that will be key points. These are for your staff. I'm going to explain all these. Home treatments and then advanced therapies. Okay. In office, advanced therapies, whatever you want to call it, but four rows. What is your niche? And then list your three things that are your unique offerings that you think set your office apart. That is going to take some time, effort, and energy of you to think about where do you want to put your effort into. I know I've talked to some of you, dry eye is a big hot one. Myopia management is a hot one, but especially contact lenses, uh, migraine management, headache management, right? That's something that's unique. Vision therapy, sports vision, I don't care what it is. Optical could be your, your unique offering, what sets you apart. You have a very boutique office that has frame lines that not a lot of people see. I don't care what it is, but this has to mean something to you because this is going to be your launching pad. You have your why, you have your core pillars, and now you have your things that set you apart. Everything you do going forward for the next decade is going to be with this. Now, again, you can pivot, you can adjust, but you're planning with this in mind. Remember, you're the CEO, you're thinking 10 years ahead. Now, what I want you to do, what I'm going to do with my staff is I'm going to have these. I've already made my list. I'm going to share that with you right now, but my staff doesn't know that. They're going to help me make this list too, and I want get, to get their input. So we're going to have a meeting. We're going to go over everything I just talked about. Then we're going to put that chart up on a whiteboard, and we're going to put in blue sky, everything you can think of. And I'll go over the stipulations, but this exercise 
you do with your staff, okay? Once you get this done, you'll have the roadmap for your staff to help sell more of what you do and know why they do everything that they do. So we'll get to that at the end. Uh, we might have links to an actual chart that we made or a template that you can use to do this in your own office. If you have questions about this process, email me, drlily at theultimateod.com. I wanna hear from you. If you are in practice for watching this on uh, YouTube, please, in the comments below, list your three things. List your mission, five words or less. I wanna know why you're in business, why you're here to help people, why you do what you do as an optometrist, okay? So step one, symptoms and complaints. You want these to be five words or less. This is not something that's a long drawn out marketing brand statement. This is something that will register with your staff. So for example, dry eye, watery red eyes, contact lens intolerance, burning and stain. All right, watery red eyes, I get that's more than one, but red watery eyes is a category of my mind. It all goes together. You have your contact lens intolerance, you have your burning and stain. You want these to be the things that if they're out at their kid's soccer game, if they're at a school, if they're talking to a patient, they're talking to their family and they hear one of these things, cue. Well, you probably have dry eye. Let me tell you what we're doing. But again, you want to have these cues. So what are the things that make you think of dry eye? Myopia management. What would you say for myopia management? I'm going to tell you this. Blurred vision. Oh yeah, you might have to update your prescription. You might be nearsighted or increasing prescription. Every year my son goes in, their prescription is increasing. Every time my daughter gets an exam, I feel like we have to buy a whole new set of glasses. It's happening at six months at a time they say they can't see. All right, blurry vision. The prescription keeps changing. All right. Uh, flashes and floaters. Not something you're going to hear all the time, especially with a myopia management patient. But if you hear someone, an adult, talking about flashes and floaters, oh, you better get that checked out. That could be a retinal detachment. You know, if you, are you nearsighted? Are you, is it hard for you to see far away without your glasses? Oh yeah, that's something. You know that that's because you have a higher prescription. Do you have kids? You might want to get them checked out. We can actually slow that for them. You see how this is going to build, right? What are the cues? Uh, for ocular health and wellness, things that come up in my mind, you know, lids and lashes, cornea tear, tear film, optic nerve, macula, red eyes, right? Those are the things that resonate with me when I think about ocular health and wellness. Those are my big like pieces of the puzzle that, hey, your lids and lashes are a little issue, issue or uh, your cornea tear film. These are what we check out in every comprehensive exam to make sure your vision is functioning at its maximum ability. We're optimizing your vision. Well, see how that kind of all comes together? So you're looking for cues, things that are going to cue your staff to talk about one of your three pillars or one of your three niches right? You have five pillars. Don't, I'm confusing terminology. Pillars are the foundation of what you do. These are your niches, your niches, niches, niches. I don't care. Just what sets your office apart, right? So you have those. Now, the next step, you have the complaints, you have that. What do you want your staff to say? What are they going to know? Like the back of their hand, red water, red eyes, Inflammation and obstruction. When I think dry eye, you're thinking there's inflammation or there's some kind of obstruction of the meibomian glands. Inflammation and obstruction. Um, lid hygiene. 
heat, hydration, right? These are the things that I want them to have in the back of their head. Hey, if you're having this, are you doing your warm compresses? Are you cleaning your lids and lashes? Are you hydrating with an oil-based, lipid-based artificial tear? Again, these are all things I offer in my practice. These are all things that my staff will know. They hear these symptoms, these complaints. These are the talking points that they have, okay? Regardless, any of these things, you know, red watery eyes, contact lens intolerance, burning, stinging, inflammation, obstruction, what do they do? Decrease vision. What is our mission? We need to optimize vision, right? Now I'm telling them, we are here to do this, right? That's our big picture. We are here to do this. This is what they have as a complaint. This is what we need to tell them about. See how it connects? It's all making sense, I hope. My OP management, um, your eye is lengthening. Every time your eye gets longer, there's an increase in ocular disease. As your eye gets longer, your vision decreases. How do we optimize your vision? These are the things we can do. Ocular health and wellness. So it, it just goes back to dry eye, blepharitis, glaucoma, macular degeneration. All of these things are the things that we're trying to prevent. We're trying to treat and then you know, rejuvenate you from these ailments, if you will. Uh, they all decrease vision. What am I here to do? Optimize vision. Again, you see how you'll have your big mission. This is the drum that you are beating. These are the complaints. These are the problem points. And then these are our talking points, right? This is how they're going to be the best salespeople ever for you. Not even trying to sell, just knowledgeable about the problems that you are solving. What is the key to any good business? Being able to solve a problem that people deem worth paying for. What's my problem? What's the solution? We're giving them solutions. And that goes to the next point. We're talking about home therapies, home treatments. Yes, I know that we have advanced therapies. We have things we can do, but we always want to tell them the best practices to avoid their problems. Why do we do this? One, because we always want to give the patient the power. But the other thing is, we want them to try to do this on their own, realize it's difficult, come to the experts. That's where we come in. You've tried, it's hard, let us make this easy for you. All right, dry eye, let's do it again. That's things that we talked about already. Lid hygiene, warm compresses, hydration, omega-3 supplements, right? Those are my home therapies that every one of my staff members will be able to convey to a patient that has red watery eyes, that has contact lens intolerance, burning and stinging. See how it goes, right? And what does this do? Lid hygiene is getting rid of that uh, inflammation. The heat mass, the you know, warmth, if you will, is helping the obstruction. They all connect. Myopia management, what can they do, right? Increased sun exposure, right? The more you are outside, the less likely you are to increase in myopia. Again, it's not cumulative, right? If you're just out for two hours and then go and spend the rest of the day on the computer or screen, not gonna be as effective as after you do a bit of near work, you go outside for 10, 15 minutes, right? Breaking it up, being able to let them know that 
I don't care if they know those details. That's why they talk to us. Increase sun exposure. Be outside. Decrease screen time. If you do near work and you have to do it, it's better to do it outside than doing it inside. They can convey that to parents. You know, they love to read. Just do it outside. It's going to be better for them than doing it inside in the rooms. All right. And the last one, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I've done a little bit of research, listened to a couple uh, experts in the field. Going to bed before 930 has been shown to decrease the elongation of the eye. So three things I can say. Sun exposure. If you're doing near work, do it outside. Get your kids to bed before 930. Awesome. Um, ocular health and wellness. I just touched on it because I want to be completely honest. Lit hygiene, you know, 120 minutes of moderate exercise. Walking is moderate exercise. UV protection and then omega-3 and, uh, you know, MACU health or uh, A-RED supplement. Those are the things that you can do at home to prevent disease. Okay. So those are the home treatments. Now we get to where they need to know why you are experts in the field, right? Dry eye, we have IPL, we have zest, you know, tear care, heat expression, you know, we express the glands, low level light therapy, all that's in our office. You know, amniotic membranes, autoglycerum, not mainstream, but we do have those. You can put them on there, but remember, I'm trying to keep everything to five words or less. We're gonna put this on that chart. We're gonna give them that chart. The top of it will have our mission, optimized vision. At the bottom or around, make it look pretty. You're gonna have your pillars that you stand on. And this is gonna be a one page document that they can look on and they know who you are, what you stand for, what you do, and why you're different. Myopia management, you know, atrophy, especially soft contacts, and then ortho K. For ocular health and wellness, you know, what are the key things, pieces of equipment that you have in your office? If you have the uh, uh, the Oculus Keratograph uh, 5M, I think that's what it is, uh, or the uh, Topcon CA800, you have a mitographer, right? You have a dry eye uh, evaluation that you do, but whatever that is, talk about the equipment. The OCTs, photos, visual fields, I don't care what it is, but what technologies are in your office that set you apart from the guy down the street? Axial biometer for myopia management, we have that as well. But those are the things that my staff's gonna help me put together. And again, I want their input because they might have insight of complaints that I don't hear. Oh, you're hearing this? That's a great one that I didn't even think about. That's a problem that I need to talk about in the exam room. This needs to be collaborative. And then once you put it together, Everyone's on the same page. We've all committed to this document, and now this is how you run your practice. This is how you build your culture. This is how they're gonna sell everything you do in your office without even knowing they're selling. So you've done all that, what's the next step? Listen to episode 163. This is where you take that one page document and make it real, all right? You give them that one page document and they have homework now. Remember, what are the four things that we do that we talk about, you know, before they see us, but when they walk into the office, when they do the workup, when they're in the exam room, and then when they're in optical or going to go for their contact lenses. How can you make this experience the best possible experience? They're never gonna be able, you're never gonna be able to market again. You have one patient. How do you make your impact felt? This one page document, they need to apply it to what they do. And now you've taken 163, 
164, 165, all the episodes that we've combined, and you have a battle plan, take this and run with it. When you're talking to a patient, when they're talking to patients, you have your buzzwords, you have your key things. They'll hear it from your text. They'll hear it when they make an appointment. They'll hear it from the doctors. This, my friends, is how you take your office to the next level. It's a coordinated effort to be the best you possibly can be, to have your mission, have your pillars, and have your you know, niches, your unique distinguishing factors that make you you and why you're better than everyone else trying to do this optometry game. That's what I have. We'll have more for you next week. All right, my friends, a little bit of office talk. One of the things that I've realized in business is that you can try every day all the time to build a culture, build an environment that you want to work in, that you want people to come into. And it is only as good as the ingredients you put into the pot. It's only as good as the staff members you bring on. I don't care how good your culture is. If you don't have people that buy into it, you don't have people that believe in what you're selling, it's never going to work. And that can be highlighted sometimes with an absence. Okay, if I'm gone and the office falls to crap, we don't have a good culture, right? It's all dependent on me. If a staff member's gone and it falls to crap, oh, well, they're the tie that binds you don't have a great culture. Now, on the flip side, if I'm gone and all of a sudden things run better, if a staff member is gone, and you notice that there's less tension, that everyone's happier, that things are working better, the writing's on the wall, my friends. That person needs to go. I don't care what you do, if you don't get them out of the punch bowl, everything's gonna go sour, everything's gonna be bad, right? Now, there's some of these staff members that you can train, you can teach, but at the end of the day, do they share your core values? Me, care, quality, timeliness, expertise, consistency. If they can buy into that, I can get them to where they need to be. Now, again, those five core values, they need to offer not only to the patients, but to the other staff members, right? Respect their time, care about them as people, give the best possible effort, be consistent, right? Be experts so everyone else looks better, right? Look at your core values and then you assess everyone there. Also, take note of how things operate when people are gone and if it's better or worse. Because I'll tell you this right now, if you don't address it, someone else will. And either they're going to address it by leaving or they're just going to make things a lot harder for you to grow and expand to be the office you want to be. So just a little observation I've made over the past 10 years, 12 years, uh, that really hits home. Is there one person that makes the ship go or is there one person that's holding it back? Look, let me know if you have any of that going on. I want to hear from you. We'll have more for you next week. All right, my friends. Where, oh, where has the time gone? We are to the closing thought of the episode, and today I'm going to talk to you about donkeys. We have two donkey stories, my friends. Yes, I can give you three if you want, but 
I've been told by my wife three is too much. So, story number one. There's a mom, a son, and a donkey. The mom is riding the donkey into the town, and all of a sudden, like, the people see the mom on the donkey and start firing rocks at her. Not great. Son, mom, donkey, they just hightail out of town. They're like, oh, that was awkward. Uh, next town, they're like, maybe they value children. Let's put you up on the donkey, and I'll walk next to it. Like, I, the mom shouldn't have been up there. Go to the next town, same thing. They get in there, start pelting with rocks. This is bad. Hightail out of town. So like, well, they don't want that. Uh, they must worship donkeys in this this area. Let's carry the donkey. So the mom, the son, put the donkey on their shoulders, and they're walking. As they go to this next town, there's a bridge, and they lose their balance because the donkey is heavy. Over the edge, the donkey goes, burp, falls, dead donkey, right? Why am I telling you this story about donkeys? Well, the moral of the story is, if you try to please everyone, you're going to lose your ass. Right? There you go. Zing. Right? But you can't be everything to everyone. If you keep trying to please everyone, no one's going to be happy and you're not going to be a successful business owner. All right. Number two, same donkey. Come back to life. All right. Not a smart man. Not a smart donkey. Right? He's sitting. On the left, there's hay. On the right, there's water. He's thirsty and he's very hungry. Looks to the right. Looks to the left. Doesn't know. He goes. Nope. Needs the water, nope. And he just sits there indefinitely and dies, right? Dead donkey. What's the moral of this story? Don't be the donkey, make a decision. If he would have realized he can drink the water and then go over and eat the hay, you know what would have happened? He would have got everything he wanted. He just had to realize he couldn't get it all at the same time, right? How often do you want to start a practice? The staff, the person that's starting the practice that I talked to earlier this week, you know, we're talking about, you know, her optical, we're talking about her, you know, medical flow equipment, we're talking about her EHR and website. Yeah, you need all of those. But if you try to do every single one, you're going to be the donkey just looking at the water and the hay. Pick one, do it, and then do the next, and then do the next. You can have everything you want in life. You just can't have it all at once. So there's two tales of donkeys that hopefully make you smarter. Dr. Lily out.